You are listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with me, Anna Parker Naples. We're going to be sharing what it takes to build a powerful podcast that explodes your personal brand and brings in profit. We are audiopreneurs, changing lives one listener at a time. I'd like to ask you a little bit about how, as a personal brand, your podcast has affected your business, the highs, the lows, the do's, the don'ts, because I think that's really interesting for both both shows. So if you're listening over on Podcasting for Entrepreneurs, this is a little excerpt from when I um, hoodwinked Chris into giving an interview for this show, as well as Entrepreneurs Get Visible. So, So Chris, tell us about podcasting for you. What's it all about? How does it work for you? Does it work for you? Uh, And what have been the challenges with it? Okay. Challenges, tech for me. I'm pretty old school. Uh, I'm not very good with tech. (laughs) I'm not very good with tech. I had my Rhodes, is it Rhodes Procaster? Mm -hmm. Rhodecaster? Rhodecaster Pro. I'm looking at it right now. I don't even know the name of the bloody things. That just shows you, right? I had this in a box. Oh, is this the is this the mixing desk? Little thing? control panel thing. Yeah, I don't the... use one. I don't use that either. Okay. Okay. So I had it uh in a box in this office for about three months. Mm-hmm. And I didn't set it up because just it just looked incredibly intimidating. And my best buddy Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income, very, very popular show, also had one and had had one for a while. I bought it off of his recommendation, Mm -hmm. but he was coming over with the family to come stay uh, for summer. And um, I was just like, I I don't want to even get it out of the box, dude. Like, I I just don't want to do it. He said, leave it in the box. I'll set it up when I get there. Brilliant. It took him about five minutes, Anna, to set this up, right? It was pretty much plug and play because I've got a little bit of a bassy voice. There was a couple of things that he yeah. he kind of changed on the uh you know on the on the, the settings on it or whatever. But basically I'm not I'm not I'm scared to like touch any of the dials or whatever. You? Just leave it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna adjust it. Yeah. So tech has always been a bit of an issue for me. But now you know, I, I don't really have to struggle with it so much because I've got a team that kind of does everything mm-hmm. for me. The way I record my shows is I hit record and then I hit stop and then I get that file and I stick it into a Dropbox folder. Where do you, uh, what never, software do you use? If I'm recording just a conversation mm-hmm. via Zoom, I'll just record straight into, yeah. from Zoom because it's great. And I'll just dump that audio file in there. If I'm recording just a solo show, then I'll use GarageBand on my Mac. GarageBand, um, if you're from my neck of the woods. Yes. Well, Garage Garage, I don't know, whatever it is. They should rename it like G-Band or something like that. Anyway, (laughs) I use that and I dump that file into Dropbox. And then I'll never see it again and it gets published and that's just the way it should be, right? So that's the tech side of things. I mean, I've been podcasting since April 2010. Like not long after podcast as a whole thing existed. Well, you know, I actually did some research into this. Mm. Podcasting in America, they called it kind of, I think, I believe that they called it like audio blogging or something. Yes. So first. yeah, it was, that's what it was called. Yeah. And you know, that had been going about six, seven years, I think before mm. I started off, but it was, it wasn't like a big thing. It was like a really small thing. And I think I even, I still feel like in 2010, it wasn't that big of a thing, like not that many people had podcasts. And so if you launched one and you were like, you know, half coherent while recording <laughs> and and half valuable, you could actually build a pretty good, you know, listenership up 
nowadays, obviously, it's a lot more competitive. But, you know, it was a lot easier to kind of rank and things like that back in those days. But with that being said, I can tell you that the, the journey has been very much worth it. Podcasting for me has opened more doors of opportunities than pretty much anything else that I've done as an entrepreneur over two decades. Um, I look at like two major things. First and foremost, it's helped me build incredible relationships, not only with the people that I have on my shows, but also with the people that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. So I'll get people that come up to me at at a show or, you know, a book signing or something like that. And they'll be like, oh, Chris, you know, Remember that story in episode 230 when you talked about being at Disneyland? And like, I literally have no recollection. Yeah, but people remember those tiny little bits of information. That's the thing. And, and that is, I believe, because of the length of podcasts and because they're not visual, they are almost more cerebral. Mm-hmm. And I know you can do video podcasts. I, I don't particularly watch video podcasts. No, I don't. If there is one, I will just listen to the audio version of it. And I think they're just way more cerebral. And not only that, but they're longer and they're more personal. And people are literally inserting you into their body to listen to you if they're putting earphones on. You know what I mean? mean, Yeah, let's just qualify what you mean by that. (laughs) Where the insertion is taking place. Are they inserting you in their body? In the actual ears, folks. Sorry. Okay, kids. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like the relationships you have with your listeners are that much stronger because of that as well. The other thing is that it's enabled me to be able to share, you know, experiences and stories and know-how that I probably wouldn't share Mm -hmm. via another medium because I'm a talker, more of a typer. So you're definitely going to get a better story out of me on a, on a podcast than you would do say on a blog. Right. And not only that, but I feel like because it's audio and because we know people are kind of almost pre-tuned into the fact that a lot of audio shows will, will run longer than, say, the usual YouTube video, mm. you can kind of, you don't have to cut parts of the story. You can tell it warts and all. And like I said, some of the stories I've told on my show, even though it's a business show, I've been very, very personal. I've talked about my burnout. I've talked about problems with business partners. I've talked about all these different things over the years and how I was that close to selling one of my first businesses and, and you know, making a stupid amount of money and it falling through seven days before the sale was supposed to clear. Like, this is tough stuff, right? Um, the fact that we had to put our event to sleep, that was hard. That was yeah, a hard episode to record. And because, again, wear my heart on my sleeve and people get used to me being like that. So therefore, I ain't going to pull back. I'm going to tell you when I'm mad. I'm going to tell you when I'm happy. And I'll also tell you when I'm sad and upset about things. I'm the same. Yeah. And people like that. They want that. They want to get to know you. People want to do business with other people that they truly know. And I just feel like podcasting really does offer that as an opportunity more so than any other medium. And it's also helped me get speaking gigs. It's helped me sell hundreds of thousands of books. It's helped me, you know, genuinely grow my business and my brand. And I I wouldn't be without it now. And even though I have had several different podcasts through the year, podcasting as a main stable part of my diet as a marketer has been there pretty much weekly since 2010, Mm. pretty much. That's an astonishing amount of content. Um, And I think when people start podcasting You'd think people would tune out by now, but they don't. (laughs) Well, they don't necessarily have to listen to every single episode. 
But so many people start podcasts and then they have what's known as pod fade, where they do their first three very excited new podcast episodes and then don't understand why it's not grown. And what you're showing is that this is not something, this is a long-term thing because you're taking your people on a journey. So Chris, I'm going to let you go because we've been chatting for a very long time, but thank you so much for coming on today. You're more than welcome. Where would be the best place for people to go and listen to you? (laughs) They can go to chrisducker.com. Uh, I wouldn't be much of a personal brand guy if I didn't have my own domain name, right? So, okay. chrisducker.com. And a link you to is your everything podcast. over there. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Chris. Um, thank you guys for listening, whether you're listening, whichever show you're listening to today. Um, check in <laughs> very soon on one of my shows and uh, reach out. Let me know what you thought about my conversation with Chris today. Thank you for listening to Podcasting for Entrepreneurs with Anna Parker Naples. I'd love to invite you to come over and find my free and friendly community over on Facebook, where you can tell us about your plans to explode your brand and drive in profits using the power of podcasts. Because we are audiopreneurs changing lives one listener at a time.